welcome to the Not So Traveling Introvert. Um, today I want to talk about overwhelm and burnout. A lot of people um, are struggling right now and this is not the normal struggle. But as an employer or as an employee, it's really important for you to know the signs of when people are getting overwhelmed and burnt out. And some people might ask, well, is there a difference between overwhelm and burnout? And that's a really good question because overwhelm tends to be when people are feeling almost like they're drowning. Um, it's this feeling of, I want to do stuff. I have all these things to do, but I, I can't do it. Um, but there's the motivation is still there. Whereas burnout, the motivation is not there at all. It's just a case of, I have all these things. Ugh. And so there is a subtle difference between the two. And how do you recognize when your staff are overwhelmed or burnt out? And how do you support and help them during that time? The thing with burnout, specifically burnout, is people don't just get over it. It isn't something that um, happens in a week. Getting over burnout, depending on the type of burnout it is, can take up to a year, if not longer. And I think a lot of employers don't recognize or know this fact and just think, oh, well, you know, they went on vacation for two weeks and they come back and they'll be fine. And that is not the case. And so when you are look, so the idea really is to be preventative. Try and keep an eye on your employees and know when they are getting burnt out. So you can try and mitigate some of that sooner rather than later, because the sooner you start to mitigate, you know, the sooner they get better. Now with the overwhelm, right now, everyone is doing all the things. Everyone has maybe now is starting to work from home. And a lot of employers and companies are expecting things to go as normal. It's like, well, you used to work in an office and now you work from home and I accept, I expect the same sort of productivity. And this is not sustainable, realistic and fair because you are probably not able to perform to the standards that you used to. And so you can't expect your employees to do so as well. And here's why. Not only are they dealing with possibly working from home for the first time ever and trying to figure out systems and processes that you probably have not put in place to work from home, but they have the extra added pressure of there is a global event currently happening and they are worried about friends and family members. And maybe they're not in the country that they used to be in. Maybe they're far away from people. Maybe they haven't heard from people. Maybe communication is tough. Not only that, they don't have the same outlets that they used to for social life um, or for just venting. Because one of the things about work is you used to work, go in the office, do whatever you used to do, and then go home and you could vent or you could go see friends and, and <clears throat> go boxing, go kick boxing, go yoga, whatever it was that you used to do to kind of let it all out. And now that's not available in the same way. And so these pent up frustrations are building. And as an employer, it's up to you to kind of maybe give some guidance and support of how people can take care of their mental and physical health and have an outlet during these times. And so some suggestions have been to introduce, um, get a third party to come in and play online games with your staff or have virtual happy hours. 
Um, there are a lot of restaurant workers right now who are out of work and bartenders who would be happy to do like an online mixology course that not only are you supporting your local um, restaurants, but you're supporting someone else and you, your staff get to hang out and chill as if, you know, they were at a bar without you. Um, you could have someone come in and run a virtual game that you were not involved with. Um, you can also reduce the amount of FaceTime that you require from your staff. Being on endless Zoom meetings is so draining. And so is there ways to mitigate that? Is there a different way, methods of communication, different flows, different processes that you can use to reduce the amount of time that they are spending on Zoom and can actually get work done? Also, stop tracking hours. It's not about how many hours and FaceTime they do. It's about the work and the the progress that they make. So start tracking that instead. It takes the pressure off. If they get their work done in four hours, so be it and good for them. Um, those are just a couple of ways that you can help your employees not feel so overwhelmed. Also, don't expect the same amount of work from them. Maybe expect 60%, maybe expect 50% and then ramp it up slowly over the next six months if you can. Um, if you can hire to mitigate that, do so. If you can outsource, automate, whatever it has to be, but right now, your staff are your lifeline and they help keep your, as always, and keep your company running. So take care of them because in the long run, it will pay off. Thank you for listening. This is Janice from the Not So Traveling Introvert. I look forward to speaking to you next week.